And welcome back to Cinema Vino. Yeah. Was that the cut time intro? Yeah, that was a little different. I haven't used that one in a long yeah. time. Yeah. I actually recorded that a week before uh, Noah, our son, was born. Um, because I remember my wife was cooking dinner and I had to come in there and I got two pepper shakers to help do the, the little shaking sound with the guitar. So nice. she thought I was a freaking weirdo cause I had to raid the, it's art, man. Yeah. Spice yeah. cabinet. <laughs> so that was a uh, crushed red pepper on the percussion. There, so <laughs> was that the name of the track? Ooh, cause I'm it th- should be. It is now. Yeah. <laughs> um, red hot chili peppers do the same thing. Exactly. <laughs> um, so we uh, got Sean Jordan. Hey, Keller Owens. Yo. T.O. Um, and yeah, Travis Bud is on safari right now. He's mm-hmm. doing some big game. Yep. So spotted a black rhino, which is pretty cool. I know. Not hunting. He's just no. He's yeah, he's just, just snapping yeah. picks. Yeah. yeah. He's doing. Yeah. He's just looking. It's basically yeah. Pokemon Snap, but real life. Mm-hmm. He's actually playing Pokemon Go deep in the bush. So, you know, he doesn't get good reception, but he he's fine. As he's stuff. on the he's on the leaderboard. Yeah. I mean, he's up there. He's got some good Pikachu. Not yeah. a lot of Pokemon Go in like the African <laughs> safari. Yeah. Oh, he's but up there though. He's le- found a couple. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah. 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 He's. He's deep in the Zulu bush. He's found some good stuff. Yeah. So more more to follow on that. Yes. <laughs> Picks to come. <laughs> That's our final um, summer chaos. So it's the last episode. But I thought we had two. I thought we had... Well, we got RoboCop coming up. But RoboCop's kind of a float. float oh. Floater. Um, this yeah, was our interstitial. This was uh, our uh, fan choice. This was um, your friend uh, Megan. Megan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pick this one. So Well, and this was also one that Travis and I both had in our list that didn't get picked it's been been on the radar for a long time yep so long time coming yeah and i'm glad we did it i've never seen I, it yep i'm the same way never yeah. saw it this, this is this both been, of you yeah. yeah we should have done this for the never seen yeah yeah series yeah this is one of my favorites um so we're doing yelan's savion blanc and i picked this because carl urban who plays dread is a kiwi he's a new zealander no so, shit i did not know that yeah, yeah. so the, this uh savion blanc is for him uh, and we did the the white bordeaux last week uh, which is Samuel Monk. And so you can see how different this one is from the French Samuel Monk. Night and day. That one was very dry and crisp. This one is big old grassy grapefruit bomb. Taylor, you didn't taste it, but take our word for it. I, yeah. I assume so. <laughs> Classic French, like white Bordeaux. It's, you know, mineral, mineral chalky yep. white. Um, but yeah, the Yelans is from Mar- it's Marlboro. It's grapefruity. Yeah, it is. It's big, citrusy. Um, grassy. I mean, some of those New Zealand ones, I get like almost like fresh yard, freshly mowed yard. They're, oh yeah, they're yeah. that grassy. Um, so yeah, I mean Bordeaux is the original home of Sauvignon Blanc, and but the wines are completely different. These are bigger and bolder. They're just more robust Sauvignon Blancs. They're big white wines. If you like something with a lot of flavor, some people don't like that. It turns them off because yeah. it's too it beats you over the head. Not subtle. You know, whatever these wines are, New Zealand wines, they're not subtle. No, not like it. You know, French tends to have a little more balance, but you know, I mean, obviously, you look at Kim Crawford and some of those wines. I mean, they they sell like crazy, so people do like them. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, it was interesting. I mean, Sauvignon Blanc, and you do see some Pinot Noir. There's some other stuff that comes from New Zealand, but well, it's it's so fruity, it's almost like a spritzer. Right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like a little effervescent spritzer. And you do see some some bubbly Sauvignon Blanc come out of New Zealand. They yep. do have some sparkling. So that they did they thought like you did and put actual bubbles to them. And make them into like a spritzer. Effervescent. Effervescent. Yeah. Um, I think that was like the classic. So we've already, <laughs> we already finished it. So. Oh, yeah, it's gone. Spoiler alert. We finished yeah. it before we started. It was pop. good. Um, it, it was our pre, pre-game. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was like the classic New Zealand, you know, big, bold fruit bomb. But with like, oh, yeah. a, almost like the hay grass, like, you know, I've heard wet grass kind of a flavor. Well, I mean, from our 
liquor store days when people would come in and be like, oh, I want a Sav Blanc. And it's like, yeah, that's not as easy as you would think. Like, do you want something like, go. yeah, you want something minerally? You know, it's like, do you, or you want something with like just bold fruit in your face? Do you want a grass bomb? And it's, mm -hmm. they just blankly stare at you like, I thought it was just one thing. It's like, no, no. Is there a difference in like the context you would use one of those versus the other? Like meal wise, and I was thinking like these aren't that to me food friendly. Right, They're almost too yeah. strong. Yeah, I no, think that's fair. These would overwhelm, especially if you're having like a lighter type seafood meal. I could overwhelm it. Yeah, but and what about like a gamey, like a goat or something lamb? bigger? I think you could do it. I think you could pull that off. Yeah, that sound you hear in the background is my border collie and his crate scratching his ass on the crate. So enjoy that. <laughs> He got, <laughs> we had some thunderstorms. He was scared by the thunderstorms. His crate is like his little safe space, but yeah. like, he's got an itchy back. We all got itches. We yeah, he, yeah, we just don't scratch him as loudly. Yeah, he's got an itch on his backside, and that backside of that crate is great. Perfect. Just kind of rub. So if you hear some metal, he may break that thing. He's a big dog, so there, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the sound effects in the background. But yeah, the, these... Simon Blancs are not that food friendly. I think the French one we had last week, way more food friendly. Yes. A little milder, a little more balanced, especially if you're having like, what is it, Soleil, like that kind of a meal. Mm. Yeah, that would be a great pair. Soleil. Mm -hmm, exactly. Um, but yeah, these I think would be fun standalone party wines. If you're looking for something a little, little more fruit and kind of fun. A little more like a sessionable yeah. wine, just drinking wine. Mm -hmm. Good hot, I mean, having, having a good time. Hot weather. I mean, yeah, summer. Get it nice and chilled. Porch. It'd be perfect for that. And there, this was twenty bucks. New Zealand wines are pretty reasonable for these Sauvignon Blancs if you like that kind of thing. Sauvignon Blancs not my favorite grape in the world, so I don't know how you guys feel about it. I'm not. I'm not a big white guy. I'm not I, a big. I, well, I mean, you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Point of view. Yes. yes. Um, I like if I if I'm gonna drink a white wine, it's that Blanc. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's like one of my. It's, if I'm just drinking wine. And someone's like, oh, you want a white wine? I would prefer a Sauv Blanc. Yeah. Kind of over, over like a Chardonnay. Yeah. Or like a white it's because like, I just feel like, it, like that's the kind of flavor I like is yeah. that kind of flavor. Yeah. If I'm going to do white, it's Sauv Blanc. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, you know, New Zealand has the big flavor. French wines could be a little more lean. Americans kind of split that difference. If you're yep. looking for something in between the two, go for an American, like a California. Yeah. Sauvignon Blanc. Is there a region in California that does a lot of whites? I mean, I think they all do. They all kind of over. Yeah. Um, I think you'll find them. I mean, in Napa and Sonoma, you'll see, see you, you'll see a lot of shards from there, but mm -hmm. you'll see some some Savion Blancs. Um, but then we have one over there, Paso Robles. You'll see some whites from there too. So we're, we're gonna do one. I think it's for the next episode. It's uh, Paso Robles, but yeah, you'll see whites pretty much all over. You'll see whites in Oregon, whites in Washington. So they're they're pretty common. I think it's just a good climate for white wine on the West Coast. Hmm. But uh, but then you also like Michigan. You'll see some good whites from there. And oh, a lot of whites in Michigan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> exactly. And uh, but yeah, New York. So the United States just has some different like good white wine regions. But then you go to Canada, you see a whole different spread of white yeah. wines up there. I've never have I ever had a Canadian wine. If you've ever had an ice wine, you may have. Sweet. But then yeah, the, you go to the when we went to Ottawa, it's like you see like a whole menu of like white wines and. You know, Rieslings and stuff that grow up there, especially around Vancouver. Hmm. They have a whole different, like, wine culture up there that we don't see down here. So, but yeah. Hmm. Yeah, North America, they do good white wines. Neat. So, long story short. Um, but, yeah, Yeelands, Savion Blanc, clocks in about 20 bucks. So, yeah. if you're watching something with Carl Urban, it's... <laughs> it's perfect. It's from his homeland. So, there Can you I go. just get this out early on? I 
can never keep straight Carl Urban and Keith Urban. Just the <laughs> names. I know there's a difference in actors yep. and, and, you know, musician. Yeah. But like just the names are too similar and I always get them crossed. If you have a country album from Carl Urban, I'd hold on to that. Yeah, I would that, listen to that. That would be pretty nuts. That's going to be worth some money. I would listen to it. <laughs> and if you had Keith Urban and Judge Dredd, that's a whole different movie. <laughs> Which I would also watch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> Freeze, punk. <laughs> <laughs> or Keith Urban as, you know, Dr. McCoy in Star Trek. Either yes. way. Yeah. Well, wasn't he in Doom also? Was... He's in a lot of stuff, yeah. Yeah, he shows up yeah. everywhere. He's like Oscar Isaac, you know, just every franchise. Mm-hmm. He's somewhere in there. I love him. Yeah. He is. He's a great actor. Old Keith Urban. Have you guys seen The Boys on Amazon? Have you guys watched that? The yes. first season, mm-hmm. I watched it. And yeah. I, just, I, did, I never fought. It's been out for three? I think they're on season yeah. three. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I watched season one all the way yeah. through, started season two, and just kind of, yeah. didn't. I didn't get back into it. So. Yeah. Kind of the same. Yeah, it's weird because I would think that would be in my nerd wheelhouse, but I just didn't quite get into it. Yeah. Amazon started doing like nothing but like satirical spinoff anti-hero stuff. Mm-hmm. They kind of did like this. They did Invincible. Um, they did something else. It's like this is our niche. Yeah, they, they kind of like zigged when everyone else is zagging mm-hmm. as like a... Yeah. Satirical piece, yeah, you know, not a horrible one. No, yeah. no, but they're they're doing justice to a lot of the comics. Like they're based on really real comics, Invincible and The Boys. Yeah. So speaking of justice, uh-huh. that's my segue. Dread. <laughs> so Dread. This was released on July 11th, 2012. Um, Summer blockbuster. Exactly. Uh, this grossed 41 million against a 45 million dollar budget. Yikes! So it did not do well, and it's. Initial release. It's a big budget for Magnet's not a big production studio. Yeah. It's had some some money behind it. Um, This has since gained a pretty big cult following. A lot of people have gotten into it since it came out. I see why. Yeah. Has an 80% uh, Rotten Tomato score. And this is based on... Fans or critics? uh, That's the critics. Yes. Not bad. Yeah. No, that's certified fresh. I'll take it. Uh, This is based on the comic strip Judge Dredd by John Wagner and Carlos Esquera. Uh, this character was previously adapted in 1995, as we all know, with Sylvester Stallone playing the lead role. Yeah, uh, that was. That one had, to me, more comedy elements, like more, almost like what we're going to do next, RoboCop. Had some satire to it. Had yeah. some comedy. Honestly, a more accurate adaptation of the comic. Mm-hmm. The comic had a lot of kind of those comedy bits. Mm-hmm. And that was a complaint that some critics had about this version was it strayed away from the comedy of the source material. Mm-hmm. So th- this one's a little more leaner, a little more meaner. So it depends on what you're going for. If you're looking for a little more goofy comedy, kind of like Demolition Man, Sylvester Stallone kind yeah. of had that that mid '90s I, thing going. This Judge Dredd and Demolition Man, I always kind of like have to kind of split out in my mind because they're very similar yeah. movies. He plays very similar characters. I think Rob Schneider's in both. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. So hey, you know we gotta get Rob Schneider in here. That was his heyday too. Mm-hmm. Gotta yeah. get my boy Rob Schneider. <laughs> you gonna make him copy you, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this uh, that film, the Stallone film, grossed 115 million against a 90 million dollar budget. So, I mean, it was Stallone. You can't go wrong. Yeah, that's also like a 20 year difference in value of money. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Stallone was paid 20 million dollars to play Judge Dredd. In case you're wondering, yikes! So think about that. That's not not a good value for your dollar. It's a great value for your dollar. That movie's amazing. <laughs> um, so I mean, I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> That's the next movie. <laughs> so a uh, quick recap. Uh, Dread takes place in the near future. Uh, it's a dystopian world where the American landscape is filled with big mega cities. Hundreds of millions of people cram into grungy, uh, into grungy urban sprawls. 
uh, crime is off the charts. I mean, I remember like he was reading the crime stats in this movie. It's like, that's insane. Like, yeah. It was like 700 murders in a day. Yeah. That's like a civil war battle going on every day. <laughs> it's like, that's crazy. It's like yeah. Several airliners coming down. Um, the only order that comes from anywhere is from an elite squad of street judges who supply every facet of the justice system in one person. Judge, jury, and if need be, executioner. Uh, the story focuses on Judge Dredd, played by Carl Urban. He's smart, savvy, and totally dispassionate. He brings an almost robotic quality to his job. Uh, he takes on a new partner, Cassandra, played by Olivia Thirlby. Uh, she's anxious, green, and she lacks Dredd's technical prowess and icy demeanor, but she also has psychic abilities that make up for that. Because she's a mutant. Give her special skills. Uh, the two judges respond to a call about dead bodies in a massive high-rise apartment complex, which actually functions as a small self-contained city of itself. I think the population of the, the building was like 70,000. Yeah, I was going to say it's like a decent size. Yeah, it's like city. a small city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they unwittingly unwittingly stumble into a larger and deadlier conspiracy involving a new narcotic being peddled by a ruthless and powerful kingpin played by Game of Thrones star Lena yep. Headey. She locks the judges within the high rise and sets her killers loose on them. And in a claustrophobic diehard style setting, Dredd and Cassandra have to fight their way out. So that's what I've got for a summary. That is a summary. <laughs> that, yes. That was something that happened. Um, so, Tay, you haven't seen it. I want to hear what you think. I loved this fucking movie. Yeah, me too. And, I, and the best part is I didn't know what to expect because I just said Dread into my Fire TV, and it pulled up two of them, and I'm like, well. Siri, play Dread. Yeah, I was like, I hope I don't <laughs> fuck this up, but I'm going to go with the 2012 version. Mm-hmm. And... I, I wasn't sure like what the take was going to be on it. Cause so I was actually really zoned into this one, which is maybe why I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. But from just like even the intro to the story, to the new, the new judge that they're trying trying out, I was like, this is, I'm kind of into this. Yeah. And I don't even know why. And I will say what drew, what drew me in was, I guess you call like the cinematography of it. Mm-hmm. Like, they with the slow mo drug, yeah, that was kind of cool. Yeah, so it was like that very first scene, which kind of threw me off, was like when they he was chasing them in the van and they were doing the drugs, and it was like that slow. I was like, wow, this is kind of cool. They did this every time, and they did. They mm-hmm. did it every time someone did that drug. I'm like, that's pretty badass. But it was the story was actually really, really good. And it kept me, and I, the, the mutant, the girl, I thought she was actually really hot, by the way. Uh, that kind of kept me enthralled too. too. Um, oh, what she's, I've seen her in other stuff. Yeah. She's been in a few other things. Yeah. Um, but I was, I was into that story. I was, uh, into the game of Thrones. Cause that's the first thing I noticed. I'm like, Oh shit, it's game of Thrones girl. Yeah. I'm like, great mama. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, <laughs> it's like that interesting name, but it's like, yeah, I'm here for that. Yeah. Um, but they, I love movies like this. Hour thirty five minutes, we go right into the mofo. Yeah, well, it was they, like they I, do a lot of world building in a short it, amount of time. Exactly, like they build that shit up real quick, which I think you can because people kind of have it from the first one. Mm-hmm. But they go into that building like right away, and then I remember even like I had to get up and do something. I'm like, I want to pause it because I wanted to actually watch it. So I paused it, got up, and I was like, Wait a minute, does that say there's like fifty minutes left? I'm like. Well, they're in this building for the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. There's, there, there's no way they're getting out. This whole movie, yeah. yeah and I, I was like, I was like, man, I fucking kind of like that. And I was like, they're in here forever. Yeah. And so I, I don't know for even that like pulled me in more. Um, but I, I don't know why. I fucking loved every part of this movie. I love the writing. I thought the you would think the 
the lines would be cheesy, and they were a few times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Honestly, the lines are cheesier in the original Judge Dredd. Yeah, and it's like, but for some reason, they just like hit better in this one. They're maybe, heavier. Maybe yeah. because it's, it is so serious. Mm-hmm. Like um, when the when the guy was it Carl, I can't remember now, or Kay, but the guy who, who they've been dragging around the entire movie mm-hmm. when they finally do capture. Um, Which he's he's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. He was in The Wire. Yeah. He was in, um, you know, that's the only one I can think yeah. of. Trust me. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's, he's one an of those guys, like, when he pops up on screen, you spend You're like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, what yeah. Do I know Who from? is he? Yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's a classic, like, character actor. It's like, I know him from a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So. yeah but it, it was just like, when he's about to shoot the, you know, the recruit, and, you know, he asks, he's like... It's like, oh, you don't have any last words? Kay. Like that. His name is K. Yeah. And it's like, you don't have any last words? And she was like, oh, I was going to ask you the, the same, same thing. thing. And I was like, Jesus. And then it was like, ID failed. And then I was like, okay. And I, I, I love the gun. The gun was cool. I liked how you changed through everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when, like, I thought it was getting a little slow, not, not slow because I was totally into this, but like, I was like, man. You're going through this building a lot. You're shooting a lot of people. I was just like nitpicking things. I was like, what are you going to do? And it's like, ah, now you got to bring in the evil judges. Mm-hmm. Ah, you know, the, 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 the bad cops. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm actually here for this too. And yeah. it was like, he's, I was like, you, gotta, you better throw a twist in because yeah, this if, is, if it's just this for the next hour. Yeah, I was like, like, man, we're, like yeah, like we're just shooting people, which I'm all, I'm actually enjoying, but I was like, well, you got to figure something out. Yeah. And I was like, okay, we got some bad judges. All right, I dig this. And, you know, I don't know why, but it just kept me enthralled every single time um and and the slow-mo stuff i thought would get old i think when they like very early on when they broke into the where everyone was in that room and it was the slow-mo and it was like them shoot it it was her first shot too when she shot the guy Mm -hmm. but like (laughs) that poor that poor chubby bastard when they slow-moed him getting (laughs) shot in the stomach and i was like really you had to slow-mo on this guy and i was like ah but i I thought that i thought that scene was so cool i was like man it kind of had a matrix feel to it yeah and it was like and even that very beginning chase scene which i was like it's like man i wonder how often they had to shoot these like turns on that bike in the van but Mm -hmm. i was like that had like a matrix kind of it's like man they just have one little track they just kept having to shoot over and over again i was like oh my god but um it was very Matrix S. I love the application but, of the slow mo, like yeah. the, the torture idea of well, it, of like, yeah. okay, we're gonna throw him off this like hundred story building, yeah. and he's gonna experience all all the way. floors of it. Yeah, and, and this and, is and, gonna be a lifetime of him dying. Yeah, slowly. And, well, that was the thing. I was like, should we hit him with slow mo first? And I was like, what? And I was like, oh, I see. Oh. And they brought that back at the end. Yeah. you know, it's like that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of cool seeing Cersei as well. Um, but I don't know. This was also, by the way, peak. Like Game of Thrones era. Yeah, this was it's like, like mm-hmm. this was her like her stardom was high because I yeah. had I had to look because I was like 2012 and, I, and I, it's kind of weird to me. I'm like, did Game of Thrones start? This then? is like season two or three. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, okay, so like season one was it's like, like tw- Red Wedding era. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I was like, oh my god. So she was like a big name for this, mm-hmm. and it was when I was like looking at. It, I was like. This was peak Lena Dunham. Yeah, I was like, not man. Lena Dunham. Why not? Lena Hetty. Uh, Lena yeah. Hetty. Again, whole different movie. Whole different movie. Sorry. Sorry to Lena Hetty. <laughs> still into that, though. I mean, still HBO. Keith, Keith yeah. Urban and Lena Dunham. This is a different <laughs> Judge Dredd. And I'm still watching it. I would love to see yeah, that movie. And I'm yeah. still watching it. Yeah. Yeah, there's a multiverse out there where that's happening. Oh. Mom is just complaining about, <laughs> yeah. you know, the yeah. patriarchy. You're all under arrest. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Dreads just wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs> that also be, but and that, that was the other thing too. 
I fully expected at some point for that mask to come off because it was being so different. I'm like, okay, he's going to take his helmet off or, you know, it's like, whatever, something's going to happen. Like, it was, nope. It was really like Mandalorian-esque. Okay. I, was like, I was like, I wonder if eventually, you know, something happens. It's going to get ripped off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was like, but it didn't. So I will say that it made it a little bit confusing sometimes when they were doing the action scenes of him fighting the other judges. It was. Yeah. yeah, that, like, yeah. It's like, I don't know who is who. Like, they, they kind of cut back and forth, back and forth. It's like, Eventually, like, you guys kind of look the same. You have the same, same jawline. You have the same chin. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you're killing me here. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you, you figured the good guy was going to win. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. But so, yeah, I I just freaking loved it. Even the ending. Um, and I really didn't. I thought they played her gift really well. Where it wasn't just like they used it all the fucking time. It was they like, didn't just use it for exposition. Exactly. It was like, they didn't just use it when it was convenient. It yeah. was like, it was just in use. Yeah, yeah. Like it was It was in use and it was like the right way, made it, it, it wasn't like it was overused and it wasn't like, well, why didn't she just read his mind? Like underused. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I think this is actually really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I fucking just love this film. I can go on and on why I loved it, but I just fucking loved it. And this is actually two or three movies we're going to look at with a mutant psychic and because we do Poltergeist too, which oh, also a psychic. We're just doing like a little Venn diagram right now. Exactly. Of, you know, Dread, Robocop, Poltergeist. And then, yeah, the next two are dystopian, like... Police movies. Yeah, brutal yeah. futures where yeah. the, the the police have to go to brutal measures to keep law and order. So, yeah. Yeah, very similar. Uh, so, what would you score it? <sighs> For the pure joy of it? I mean, I would say an eight. Yeah. It's kind of where I'm at on that film. It's like, yeah. I, I don't know... I, I can't give it any lower because I feel like it. I, even when I was watching it, I'm like, man, this is a good solid eight. And like this is a film movie. I would watch again. Mm-hmm. Like, just for fucking shits. And I was like, the original, eh, I, I think I've seen it twice. Yeah, and I'm same. pretty good on that. And it was like, I'm, I'm pretty solid. I mean, I, if it was on TV, I'd watch it. Yeah. But I mean, this is a, I mean, one that I could probably watch again and it, and enjoy it. Yeah. And just be like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. It's not a one and done. There, and it's like, it's got a lot of repeatability. There there was one thing that I actually had to LOL at. It was, oh, my God. Like right when he got on the PA and he did his whole thing. And then they all kind of like sort of swarming in on him when he's in that little booth where they think he's in the booth. What wig was that guy wearing? It was, like, it was the guy. He was the first shooter and he shot. And he's like, he's still alive in there. I'm like, whoa. And I was like, that wig is terrible. I mean, it was like. It was like, it just looks so shiny. I'm like, that is not his real hair. Yeah. And, I, and I think he was wearing a bandana. And I'm like, bro. It's like the Donna Summer wig. Oh, it, it was, I mean, it was so out of place. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is the only reason why you're getting just eight that now. one yeah. moment that takes you out of I don't know why that stood out over everything. It's like, even like Mama's scar kind of annoyed me. I'm like, oh, come on. And yeah. I was like, but like that hair, I'm like, that is terrible. That's a terrible wig. And even like. <laughs> I think he even came back in a few scenes later, and I'm like, he's still in this thing? Mm-hmm. I was like, kill this man. I was yes. like, get his wig out of here. But that was the, I don't know why that stood out to me so bad. I'm like, that is outrageous. Why <laughs> did they say, man, this guy needs some longer hair. Get get him that yeah, wig. That wig that needs, wig master should be fired. That wig needs a Get bullet. this man a wig. Yeah, get this, like, God dang. I mean, his wig master's like Kramer's on Seinfeld. Exactly. I was just not like, good. no, it was not a good wig. I, I don't know why that was like... He was creeping up, and I'm like, no. no. This scene is way too <laughs> long to be following this guy with a bad wig. It's like, sir, you're not killing anybody with that wig. Yeah, I was like, you're done. But yeah, besides that, that's why I didn't get a 10, because mm-hmm. of the wig. <laughs> is he the one who, uh, they go to his wife's like apartment later? No, no. Uh, that, okay. Yeah, that, that guy got... Nobody's marrying that wig. <laughs> yeah, no. But he, but he was he, he did get brought in at the very end when they... I don't know, but I... I 
The wig was bad. <laughs> that, that wig has legs, man. Yeah. It, it, it comes back. Yeah. I was like, gotta, gotta get use out. If you're gonna use it, you might as well get use out of it. But mm-hmm. I'm like, kill this man. Yes. Get that him wig out of was these half scenes. the budget. I know. Yeah. God, it was God, it was terrible. I gotta find a picture of that. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um, so Sean, you picked this. Yeah. No, uh, Travis and I both picked it. I mean, this is I don't want to give Travis credit, so that's fair. Yeah, no. That's fair. But no. uh, the thing is, we both picked it because this is a movie that once you see you're in love with. Yeah. It's such a good movie. And it's such a shame that this was kind of a flop when it came out. Yeah. But in this era, Magnet, the the production company, was doing really good stuff. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of really good stuff in this era that I think Magnet has its fingers in or had its fingers in. I, I haven't seen anything since. It kind of had like a three or four year like uh, like high point, high watermark. And this was definitely a part of it. I think it's a distribution company. I think they picked up a lot of like kind of lesser known stuff off at either the, um, you know, like film festival market or, or what, but I'm so glad that this one is starting to get like recognition for what it is. Cause this is a great movie. Yeah. This is filmed in Cape town. I believe Cape town, doubled, South Africa, mm-hmm, huh? doubled as like mega city one. They, they want to do something a little bit different, but also something, a city that kind of had that sprawl. To Did it. they also do, uh, um, God, what was the one that had D word, the movie with the robot? Chappie? Chappie. Uh, Chappie? Yeah. They may have, yeah. They might have. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, kind, similar, of, kind of the same era. Similar vibe, yeah. Kind of the same era, kind of similar vibe. But I, I think this one's so good. I think this is a great adaptation of the comic. It's a very different adaptation of the same comic. Um, but the Judge Dredd comic was sort of like a long running, had a lot of like tone changes. There's zombies at some point. Like <laughs> the comic really goes off the rails. There's a lot of source material to pull from. Um, if you go back and watch the original Judge Dredd with, um, you know, our friend Stallone, Mm -hmm. it has a lot of tiebacks and there's a lot of like lore building around like the robotic, like robot uprising. And there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot, a lot behind Dredd. So I, I, this is a universe that I would love to see them explore more, Yeah, especially with this movie getting like more attention. Um, I think Carl Urban's. Uh, portrayal of Dread is excellent. He never oh, yeah. takes the helmet off. Yeah. You just see the bottom. Like there, there are some great reaction gifts of just like his face, just like. Oh yeah. <laughs> he sneers. Oh, yeah. So well. Yeah. It's amazing, and you don't. You know, it's kind of like Power Rangers. You don't have to do that much acting with your face whenever yeah. you're, you know, wearing yeah. a, a helmet the whole time. But he does. Mm-hmm. He does it really, really well. Um, Lena Headley, mm-hmm. not Lena Dunham. Lena Hetty, yes. Hetty, whatever. <laughs> Headley, Lamar, Headley, Lamar. Uh, it's Headley. It's Headley. Um, she's great as a villain. She's like ruthless and just sexy. And, and it's like man, weird. It's like she's never played a ruthless, sexy villain before. It's like almost like her first time. I know she she does it well. It's just like she's brand new. I it. I love the um, kind of tech guy that has like the oh, the eyes the yeah. eye implants because the implication is that he had his eyes like removed yeah. forcibly by this gang so he's kind of like he's kind of like held hostage by this gang and is kind of doing stuff against his will um it's just such a good movie and it, there's another movie that came out the year before this called the raid redemption which is like a tie i think it's tie it's like a action movie where they're basically doing the same thing they're raiding a tower that is owned by like a um you know, mob boss of some kind. And they're having to do like basically fight their way up to the top of the tower. Oh yeah. The, the big difference is the script is not as good and it really is just like an hour and a half of just action going up the tower. No, 
this movie is, it's such a tightly written script. There's, they fit a lot in an hour and a half. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's, it's an hour and a half and they're mostly in the building for the majority. Well, and it was like, you know, in the script, you know, being tight, it's like, you know, when they actually, you know, the whole fire comes in and, you know, they blast, blast a wall. They're outside, like they're free. They they have communication now. There's a half pipe, and yeah, it's like I mean, they could be skateboarding, rip mm-hmm. off some yeah. sick lines. They could be yeah. thrashing, thrashing, yeah. thrashing. Yeah, yeah. And well, they should have been sketching out of there, just like hopping on, you know, getting out. But That's they're right. like, well, we got to go back in. We're fucked. And I'm like, yeah, it's good writing. Mm-hmm. Got to get your ass back in there. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. like, yeah, you, because you're trapped. Yep. So, I it it's such a it's a tightly written hour and a half. It's yeah. really enjoyable. It is as an action movie, as like a sci-fi movie. It's fun, man. I even, mean, even a little social commentary in there. Yeah. Which honestly, I think there's in the, this and RoboCop movie is a good amount of social commentary. Well, and I think both movies kind of like uh, glamorize authoritarian police forces a little right? bit. A, yeah. a little bit of like. Which propaganda more understandable for RoboCop because the '80s, you know, that's the Reagan era where it's like that. That gets a little more sympathy. Yeah. back then, yeah, especially in Detroit. Yeah. I mean, well, and like Mega City One is really based off of like kind of the same idea, is that like the the cities get so big they become unmanageable that you have to consolidate your police force and your judge force and you know your they're you're judged on the spot. They don't have time to have yeah. due diligence, like uh, you know, do process yeah they, you can't have due process because there's so much crime happening that judges have to respond to all the crimes judge them on the spot put you in jail or kill you mm-hmm. yeah and like they they walk in they're like hey don't be here when I, I leave yeah like they're addressing vagrancy they're addressing like murders they're solving stuff mm-hmm. and they're all having to like do this within a mega city that has all these many cities within it like these little towers are all little cities of their own that have their own you know, health system, they have their own police force. Did I hear right that that city where they are has 800 million people? Did I hear that correctly? It was something like that. Yeah. It was something like that. Isn't that hundreds of millions? Yeah, because I've been had that title song. I think it said 800. Yeah. 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 Which is crazy to pack that many people. But they do such a good job of exposition. Like that, that right there, they do such a good job of world building in such a tight space. Like the first... 10 minutes of this movie does such a good job propping up Mega City 1, propping up the judges system, propping up like how their judicial system works. And Dread. And Dread. And yeah, you do have a little bit of it from the first movie. You have some understanding of what like the premise is. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I, I would say that the majority of people that are seeing this movie haven't seen the original Judge Dredd because that's yeah. kind of like a, there's what, 30 years between them? Mm-hmm. God, yeah. 90, 95? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, it goes back to the old saying that good writers will show you, bad writers will tell you. you mm-hmm. know? It's like this this does a lot to show you stuff. Yeah, it really does. Let yeah. you figure it out. Um, I I just love everything about this movie. It, it hits all of my, like, it tickles all of my fancies with, like, your action, your corniness, like, your, um, and there's, there's, there's still corniness in this, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Uh, it, it just kind of, like, it scratches all those itches into one tight movie. And I, yeah. I would give this a nine. Yeah. Good score. I could give this, I could watch this movie for like an extra, you know, hour, but they do such a good job of compacting it into an hour and a half. And that's, that's a big feat. It's like, don't spoil it with more. It's like, it's almost like great the way it is. Yeah. It's like, just leave it there. It's like, you know, and hope that it's a hit and do a sequel. Like know? when you have a really good meal and it comes out and it's like really tiny and you're like, oh man, but then you eat it and you're like, no, that's the perfect amount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's the exact right amount. I'm glad yeah. I didn't have more. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, yeah, I'd say eight out of 10. Um, I mean, it pretty much starts off strong, never slows down. It's like one continuous action movie. Do they do a great job of like, there's, there's no, 
there's no fat on the meat. You know, it's no. like it's it's all no. it's very lean. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Urban is great. He's honestly great in everything he's in. I've never seen him do a bad performance. Um, he makes a perfect Judge Dredd. Thrillby's great, like you say, she's attractive. So mm-hmm. for those who are looking for that, she they they found a plot reason to keep her helmet off. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, casting Lena Headey is almost a little too on the nose after Cersei Lannister. It's like that's it's almost like another ruthless like yeah. Yeah, you know, it's a typecast bitch villain, but it's she still she makes it work. She's a good villain, you know. She she's she's a good like slum lord crime. Well, in twenty twelve, we hadn't had eight seasons of Game of Thrones. Yeah, right. We hadn't done two seasons of her looking out over the castle like into the w- water for uh-huh. you know whatever for ships. Yeah, um, it's a good, it's a lean, impressive movie. I, I think it's better than the Stallone movie. I think it's a step up from that. I think so too. I didn't hate I, the Stallone movie. I didn't love the Stallone movie. It, well, and the Stallone movie falls right into a Stallone movie. Yeah. It's not a dread movie. It's a Stallone, Stallone movie. movie. Yeah. It's like I said, you conflate it so much with uh demolition man because it's very similar premises. When it's like Stallone's one of those people from that time period, like whatever he's in, it becomes a Stallone. It, it becomes, it becomes Stallone. his. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Carl Urban is not the same, which works in the movie's favor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It becomes a judge dread movie as opposed to a, you know, hey, you know, a crime is a disease and I'm the cure kind of thing. Uh, one of my favorite moments, just going back to the original judge dread is when, the actor he's playing against tries to out Stallone Stallone. And he goes, I am the law. law! (laughs) It's the classic line of, I am the law. You don't ever out Sly Stallone. Uh, He gets out Sly in that movie. (laughs) That one scene is so good. (laughs) Worth it just to see that scene. Uh, For me, it's eight out of 10. I'd recommend it highly. This is, if this has been off your radar, it's on Netflix. It is on Netflix. Yes. For now. Yeah, I, who knows where it's gonna pop up? Next, that is true. It's it's usually on streaming. It's it's worth a rental. I, yeah, I'll talk it up. It's big. Why now? Let me ask this: You see pretty much every movie that exists. Why did you not see this in 2012? I don't know. Did I mean, it not hit your radar? That was a time when I really didn't see everything. That was a, that was during a, like kind of a gap for me. Um, Were you prepping for the apocalypse? Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was getting ready. Those, those Mayans know what they're talking about. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was more likely in that time period for stuff to slip through the radar. So well, and that's the thing too. Is like I think social media and everything like that. Like you know, if there's a movie, like let's say, let's say that they were like remaking it right now. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, hey, we're doing another dread too, another dread. It's like you would hear about it in five. You, you would see set photos. Back then, yeah, we, social media was a thing, but it was like I don't think every film that was being produced was you were being told about. Mm-hmm. And so it's like it might have you know hit theaters. I mean, you, you know, summertime people are out doing stuff and you're not really paying attention. Yeah. But like nowadays, like you'd probably hear about it four months in advance. Like, oh, they're filming Dread. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, all right. Well, and again, I think Magnet was one of the big distribution companies that was not doing a lot of wide scale distribution. Yeah. They really picked up on the early days of Netflix and they got really into promoting the movies through Netflix with like the DVD mail out. Yeah. Yeah. So like they they relied on that a lot for their distribution. So their theatrical releases were not big. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But I'm glad it caught on. I mean, it's one of the, sometimes that stuff takes a few years, you know. Especially when I first saw it coming out, I'm not thinking of it as a remake of Dread. I'm thinking of it as a remake of a Stallone movie. Mm-hmm. I, I think of it in that. Oh time. yeah, yeah. So it's like you you got Stallone without Stallone. Like, so like if they remade Demolition Man today, it's just like yeah, yeah. They're not remaking De- Demolition not, Man. Not gonna go out of my way. They're remaking a Stallone movie. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I even now like having grown up watching Rambo and Rocky and all that stuff, I think of it like that, like. They're they're replacing an iconic action star, so it's like it's a hurdle that I think 
you know, people who grew up in that time period have to jump over. If like, you have to think of it like as a, think of Rocky without Rocky. You're not my dad. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Demolition man without Stallone. You know, it's like, that's weird. But they, they mean, they kind of are continuing Rocky without Rocky. Yeah. yeah with Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. But they at least eased into that with the first two movies where, you know, he's on the sidelines or whatever, the yeah. trainer, and he's, he's Mickey in that scenario. So mm-hmm. they at least kind of like push you out gently into that rather than the abrupt, like, nope, Rocky's gone. Yep. So Rocky died. Yeah. Here's Apollo's son. <laughs> it's like demolition man. It's like he was killed by those seashells. You know, it's like, sorry guys. He just couldn't figure <laughs> yeah. out the seashells. He, he did. <laughs> died um, of dysentery. So we had what? So I was at eight. You were eight. Eight. Yeah. And then Sean was a nine. So Travis would probably say ten. Yeah. He would. Yeah. I could I could justify a ten in my head. Depends on the day. Yeah. Um. So high scores. And and I think when I do my review, I'll say yeah. It's something you need to seek out. Especially if you're a sci-fi fan, go oh, yeah. out, go out of your way to see Dread. It's mm-hmm. good. It's mm-hmm. an hour and a half. Like, yeah, it's I mean, like it, it, that's half of a football game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's fall. Yeah, watch it. Yeah, I think again that that was my other big joy when it said like an hour thirty-five. I'm like, and five Thank minutes going to be that's going to be credits, and I was like, you better fucking do it right. Yep, and they did, and I'm like, <laughs> hell yeah, they nailed it. Mm-hmm. it, it yeah, um, but yeah, Yelan Savion Block, uh, twenty dollar New Zealand Savion Block for. Uh, Carl Urban, who's a Kiwi, and I don't think it's a lot of movies he hides that accent well. He does. Mm-hmm. Does a good job with it. Not Keith Urban. Not Keith Urban. And not Lena Dunham. Not Lena Dunham. But now I want to see that movie. Yeah, I, I'm here for that. Yeah. I kind of want Lena Dunham as uh, Mama. I just want that as an SNL sketch, is like <laughs> Keith Urban and Lena Dunham. <laughs> just as a drug dread. lord. Like, yeah, it's like, I yeah. am the law. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got Sean Jordan. Hey. Taylor Owens. Yo. My name's Todd Wofford. Great movies, only drunker. Uh, coming up soon, we've got Robocop, so stay tuned. A very similar movie. And we love you guys. Bye. Be sure to listen, rate, and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Our website is cinemavino.net, and reviews of these films can be found at toddwaffordmovies.com.